potential. Do you ever actually record, June? Uh, it, I, Josh, have you gotten any of my recordings ever? No, I mean, it comes in, but it's like muffled and garbled. I just, I just do my best June impression at the end. So. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. that works. It's a functional yeah. plan. Yeah. yeah I, do, okay. I have to type everything. That's why it takes me like a week to get the, uh, oh. <laughs> to get the edit done. Cause I Make, have to type everything out longhand. Makes a lot of sense. Ailey or no, June, June, yes. are you clicking something? No, of course not. I wouldn't be playing video games while I'm watching, while I'm doing the podcast. What are you talking about? Are you, are you serious? <laughs> no, no, of course not. No. Oh, wait a second. Let me check. Are you on right now? Yes, you are. You're online. Stop it. What? No. Maybe keep talking. Maybe okay. Talk 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 to talk 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 talk. Okay. I don't know. June, put down the controller. Don't make it come over there. We can hear you clicking away. We can hear you clicking. Stop it. June, you remember that this podcast is something that you pestered me about for a year when we were on hiatus. Oh yeah, I love the podcast. Right, yeah. I can I can put the game away. See, the game is away now. No more game. Bye bye game. Game game is away. Power can... down the PlayStation. Tell you to have. No, because I'm in the can... middle of a boss. Oh. Here, I'll turn the TV off. There, the TV's off, and now there's, okay. there's no more PlayStation to distract the June. I can't turn off the game, Mom. It's online. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I've said that to my dad. Can't you just uh. pause it? I need to talk to you. No. no. It's oh, wait, it's an the... online video game. This game has a Dad. suspend feature. Oh, oh well, there I, you go. I can't suspend it in a boss, apparently. Really? Eh. Okay, whatever. We're putting the game down, and we're going to have the podcast time. Hello, podcast time. How are you? you? You. This was not a surprise. I didn't spring this on you. No, no, <laughs> it's not a surprise. No. No, it's it's the same same time as every, as every Clearly, week. Jude has the house to herself, so she's like, I'm going to cram in all the video games that I don't normally get to play. Well, I no, mean, is it, it the same game as before? You're you're still playing Final Fantasy? No, I'm playing Bloodstained now. Oh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night? Yeah, it's very good. Okay. Well, okay, that's a little... I mean, wait, there's no suspend... If you're playing the PlayStation, you can just press the, like, home menu and it takes you to the front page and then it, it like, automatically pauses, right? Really? Okay, let's do that. Anyways, uh, no more no more video game for now. <laughs> no more video games. Okay. Um, yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just gonna start the podcast. It will we'll run through the articles as quickly as we can, and then you can get back to your video game. How about that? Yeah. I mean, no, I like I like the podcast. No, no, don't no, the don't, don't like no, no, no. Okay. No. Yes. Yay, podcast day. Yay. Oh, Jude. Yes. Weird thing I have to share with you. So you can get French manicures now with the gel nail polish. Really? And it and it turns out really nice because they used to be able to do French manicure, but on regular nails it wouldn't hold. They do it with gel. They do it with gel now. FYI. Ooh, fancy. Okay, this I'll have to check out. Um, I don't really know what our uh, listenership is, uh, so I'm not sure that anybody cares about our nail polish. Well, like I would, I was half tempted to stop you guys. 
but then the other part of my brain was like it's mostly women on this podcast so maybe our listenership is like geared to people who would care to know about gel tip french manicure what well, did you say it was in the comments do we have a comment it's, section oh, do people ever give us really. feedback I mean, we say at the end of every podcast that they can talk to us online on Twitter, but nobody, I, nobody ever seems to. So I don't really think this is all screaming into the void. You know that, right? Yes, yes, I, okay. I do appreciate that. Yes, there's. I mean, okay. Sometimes people listen to us, and and like, I don't. What? <laughs> okay, sorry. It's weird. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? I like I said, I there I don't have like a way to measure those metrics cuz um I mean, I get a lot more information from our listenership uh with the website that we're on now, but mm. at the same time I've lost a lot of information and part of those information is how many people are actually listening to it versus how many subscribers we have. Those sort of things, uh. right? So, like I you kind of Give with one hand, take from the other for internet stuff, I, you know? I guess what I mean to say is that, to me, uh, this is just like chatting with friends, and it's a bit surreal to think that people actually listen to it. Um, I have had people comment that they listen to it, but it doesn't feel real, I guess. Oh, I want to tell you guys this yes. freaking hilarious story, then. Mm. Um, you know what? Let's, uh, let's do the intro. Uh, remind me to tell you the story about what happened to me on the weekend, because it is very funny. Okay. Um, but let's do the intro. Hello, uh, this is Josh. I am the man behind the website at scudsworth.com. You're listening to, this is not how I do the intro. Uh, everything is the worst. The official scudsworth.com podcast. I feel like I need to take another run at this. Hello, yeah. this is everything is the worst. The official scudsworth.com podcast. I am Josh. I am the man behind the website at scudsworth.com. And with me, uh, as usual, is uh, June, who we had to tear away from the loving embrace of the video game console what no <laughs> i don't get addicted to video games what are you talking about no of course not what I... have you been up to this uh these two weeks uh okay so last week i actually went on vacation to a lake in northern saskatchewan called waskasu where carolyn's family and i guess now my family have a cabin it was really exciting and i was completely unplugged i didn't even bring any video games with me so maybe maybe i'm going into a bit of withdrawal today that that could explain it that that might be it you're trying to get that uh, that fill of what you missed the last week yes yeah exactly yeah. So, and Carolyn's not around after all, right? That is why you were so uh, gung-ho on playing your video game? She is homesick today, so she's she's spending a lot of time resting. Oh, she's, she's having not, a nap. She is not doing, I mean, she's doing better, but yeah, today's today's been a not fantastic day for Carolyn. Poor thing. Mm. Go make her some chicken soup after this. Yes, or just use the internet to order food, which is the thing that I did. But still, it was yummy. <laughs> Oh my you, goodness. You, you bought the soup from a place and you poured it into a pot and made it look like you cooked it yourself, didn't you? Um, don't tell even after <laughs> even after you're married, you never stop fronting, so... Well, no. Well, I mean, no. I could lend out a call and he's really good at using soups and really likes cooking. Just mm. don't talk to him. He's not so While he's cooking? <laughs> just don't. You just leave oh, me, you, you just let him do his thing. He makes these wonderful stews. He, like, works on them for two days in the crock pot. Like, he oh, wow. it seriously. Dang. And he currently has one on the go. He made, 
butternut squash soup yesterday. Uh. I see. I'm, I've never been a real big fan of gourd soups, but um, I had this pumpkin bisque uh, a couple of years ago, and I, I still dream of it. So maybe uh, maybe my tastes are changing. Maybe. I don't. I have no idea. I don't disturb whatever he's doing in the kitchen. Tonight I happen to be making roast because uh, he bought it for me because I said I wanted to make it. And then I left it like last day and I'm like, okay. But... Uh, so we'll remind you in about uh, uh, 10 minutes to go, to, to go take it out of the oven. Uh, but that other lovely voice that uh, is tempting you with delectable uh, culinary extravagance is Haley. How Hello. are you? I I am really good. Um, I applied for a new job in Vancouver. Uh, it closed last Thursday, so I'm just waiting to hear, hoping to hear. Because as always, we need to mention that uh, podcasting is not our full-time jobs, which is why it's super important for you to donate to our Patreon if you have some extra money. You can find that Patreon at patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-E-D. That's patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-E-D. Man, I'm getting good at this. Yeah, look at, <laughs> look at you, this rolls off the tongue. I know, right? Uh, so you applied for a new job, and uh, we haven't talked to you since last week when you and I uh, had our little girls' night because June and Carolyn decided to go have a romantic uh, getaway and not invite us. <gasps> you guys right went again. on a girls' night without me? <laughs> I mean, the girls' night is just sitting in, in our individual offices talking over the internet. Oh. You didn't even tell us that you were leaving town before you did. <laughs> That's Thank okay. I didn't tell you. my parents either. Uh, oh. They didn't find out until I asked them to look after my cat. And they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, except uh, June, yes? Haley and I are your parents. Oh. Yeah, what? I, I am your mom and Haley is your dad. Plot twist. Oh my goodness. I know. I feel like <laughs> I've raised you. I, I taught you about nails and um, we have a very uh, non-traditional family. Yeah, Haley, yeah. you're the best dad ever. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, let me uh, tell you about this this uh, story, uh, this little event that happened to me on the weekend, which was very funny. Um, so, uh, I don't get a lot of weekends off. Uh, like I, I don't think any of us on the podcast do, but I'm talking more to the listeners here. Um, but uh, my partner, Kamala, uh, she always gets weekends off. At least most of the time she gets weekends off. So when we get a weekend off together, we try to like go do stuff, you know, out in the world. What? And usually, yeah, right? Um, usually we go do uh, like like niche restaurants uh we go to like flea markets and stuff i think uh Haley, you and i talked about that last episode how we go to flea markets to like look for pokemon cards and stuff yeah yeah um so uh there's a particular flea market near around uh this area that june lives we go there uh whenever we can it's only on sundays um but we go down there look for like rare uh rare pokemon cards uh like some video game stuff and consoles and like controllers i finally have the full 
set of Wii remotes now so that I can invite people over and we can play like Wii bowling and stuff. Um, but we go down there and we're walking around looking for, for Pokemon cards, which the complete lack of Pokemon cards, which was crazy. Um, but Kamala gets stopped uh, by a person that I don't recognize. And they came up to her and was like, wait, are you Nova Berry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is her handle yeah. uh, on stuff. So uh, she got stopped because somebody had recognized her. And this this took place about two days after our friend Frank did a makeup tutorial with Kamala. And in my brain, it was immediately, she got recognized from her work on the internet from one video that wasn't the case but that was my brain it's just like well i guess i'm gonna pack up scudsworth we're now gonna do the the nova show from here on out because <laughs> she's getting recognized on the street already and i've been working on this for over 10 years so that was uh my little jealousy brain uh going into overtime turns out she uh she met this person at a concert, I think. Uh, oh. She went to Chasing Summer, right? And so, yeah. But my, but my, my stupid internet, uh, extremely online brain was immediately like, there's no other place that people would recognize her from. So it was clearly from the internet. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> clearly. I would, I would, I would be. I was, I was freaking out for a second too, and I'm like, wow, Kamala's big leagues now. I know, right? Th that was my immediate reaction too, because the video had gone up two days ago and i know that it's got it, it's gotten a good amount of views it's a makeup tutorial to like do colored glitter eyebrow things Ooh. that uh our our friend uh uh frank uh kind of like that's part of her look uh the video is up on uh scudsworth by the way because uh frank is actually one of the new contributors to scudsworth.com so if you wanted to go Look there, it's, uh, you have to go scroll down to the video section of the website and you can see uh, her tutorial on how to put on these glitter eyebrow things that she does. Ooh, fancy. Well, you can yeah. tell her she's looked really good in all of her little like picture things, photo shoots, they're cosplaying. Mm. Oh, that, yeah, that's the other thing too, right? Because she does all these uh, cosplay photo shoots now. Um, those are... Uh, gonna go up on the website soon but it's mostly just on like the instagrams and stuff right now so if people want to check that out you can head over to the inst her instagram on nova berry blue i think is her instagram you can go find like her new cosplay stuff they're doing like a photo shoot every like every other month now which is which means uh the house is full of cosplay stuff right now <laughs> uh that sounds like a lot of fun i yeah i did cosplay back when I lived at uh, Ryan and Nikki's and it was an absolute blast, but I haven't really had the chance to get around to it recently. You don't have a Nikki around you, basically. Yeah, Nikki was always working on cosplay, so it was easy to get inspired, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a couple, like, I've got some wish list cosplays that I would do, but I'm also 30, 31. How the fuck old am I? 31 jesus christ oh yeah <laughs> i've got like six months till 40 so uh i mean yeah but the, the, here's it's the difference six months june but carry it's <laughs> oh it's wait how many oh yeah it's more than six months it's like yeah, months, yeah but yeah, still yeah. Your, your birthday's on wait why are we giving are we trying to dox me 
Josh, can you bleep that out for me? <laughs> Uh, I can bleep that out, or I can just cut it. You'll have to ta- tell me which you would rather I do. Um, oh, yeah. No, well, yeah, whatever. Anyways, the, the point is that... The difference, yeah. the difference is if you were to pick up cosplaying right now, uh, you can, like, really lean into it and do, like, all these awesome stuff. If I, I mean, you did cosplay just a couple of years back. I remember we posted uh, the photos on Scudsworth a while ago. Yeah, I went as Angela. That was really fun. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. it, it's not even a big deal if you were to, because you've been doing it for a while. You can just lean into that. Oh, if it's I the fact that you're it picking up, it up, at, okay, as opposed to having yeah. been doing it for a while. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only way that it would be, uh, it would be chill for me to do it is if I, you know, hit 50 and then immediately start doing, like, old old school cosplays like if i did uh uh old indiana jones or if i if i did like adam west batman stuff you know those are things that i i can lean into yeah you you could probably do a pretty decent tony stark i well thank you that's actually very nice of you to say thank you um actually no i've got some wish list cosplays to be honest uh uh i mean I'm not going to say a cosplay from Yu-Gi-Oh, but there is a cosplay from Yu-Gi-Oh that I've been <laughs> considering. Uh, there's like a Persona costume that I've been eyeballing pretty hard. Like, just, you know, random... Ooh. You you could anime. do the even more news guy. What's his name? Cody something something. Oh, Cody Johnston, yeah. Yes, you could, you could do Cody Johnston cosplay for sure. Uh, I'm not... I don't know. I think my hair is a little thicker than his, but... Maybe, yes. Uh, uh, otherwise, that's just me wearing a suit the way I usually wear my suits. It's right? You'd look exactly like him. Anyways, sorry. I mean, my... I Have you have you guys gotten into, like... Do you have a, a clothing? Like, a, a brand? Like, um, an image now? Uh, that you just kind of like slid backwards into and you're like, oh, this is how I dress. I mean... Like, do you know what I mean? Maybe. Like, transition is weird for that because you're basically reevaluating. Yeah, so, I mean, have I found styles that I'm comfortable with now? Yes, but, I mean... Yeah, I think No, like, just something that, uh, like... You wear a, um, I don't want to say like a life uniform. Oh. Okay. Whereas like oh. you don't, not not so not so much how you're you're Doug Funny from uh, the cartoon Doug, where your closet is full of ident- identical outfits. You're not Steve Jobs, where it's a turtleneck and and some faded jeans. Well, but I mean like just a look where you could sum it up. Uh, with like a description and with that description people know exactly what you mean like if i if i were to describe my look i would say i'm the disheveled anxious scientist from an 80s uh like cataclysm like movie you know Ooh, the guy that's, who kicks that's a good description. I, i'm basically yeah. judo from judo if <laughs> to describe my love of the hoodie and the vans and jeans and I mean that's fair, but like I have I have body image problems, and so I put a hoodie on, and it's almost like I don't have one. So, I guess I would describe my look as the X Men when they're in civvies. <laughs> that's not that's not any particular X Men or just like in general, it's the X Men. I gotta say I was influenced heavily by Rogue, so yeah. There you go, Rogue in civvies, yes, which is also Rogue in her fighting costume. 
true story. Yes. Actually, that's <laughs> you know what? That's more like uh, Jubilee. Uh, they were both. Yeah, they were. They were yeah. um, around the time that I got really into X Men comics. Uh, was also the time when that like '90s cartoon show was on the air. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I grew up reading my dad's comics, and I read a little bit of everything, but then kind of turned my focus specifically to Spider-Man and X-Men during mm -hmm. those, like, mid-90s teen years, and yeah. 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 And this might sound like we're rambling, but I'm actually going to introduce our first article. June, would you like to tell us about that perfect transition? Uh, we're talking about the Spider-Man thing, or...? Yeah, we'll talk about yours. <laughs> okay. Um... So, Spider-Man has officially been kicked off of the Avengers. Uh, there's, there's speculation and rumors going around uh, that he was constantly showing up late, uh, that he was just never washing his uniform. No. Uh, what actually happened was the cat is stepping on my keyboard and <laughs> to read stuff. Okay, here we go. So, what actually happened is that they couldn't come to an agreement over money. Um, apparently, the way that Marvel... Spider-Man couldn't? Uh, you Sony... think that the Avengers would freaking pay him better. Tony Stark is a millionaire. Yeah, but uh, having passed away, <clears throat> uh, his estate is now in a complicated space. No, uh, what actually yeah, happened... Now I have to put a spoiler warning on this episode. Oh, Thanks, sorry. June. <laughs> yes. Okay, anybody watching our show who doesn't who doesn't know the end of Endgame? That's, that's a little, that's a little bit of a listening scratch, to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, fine. You should all know so this, but fine. We'll put a spoiler warning. Okay. So yeah. Uh, apparently, what Marvel had agreed to with Sony was that Marvel would get five percent first dollar gross, and then Sony got everything else. Um, which I guess at the time was a pretty sweet deal for all parties because it meant that Marvel got to put Spider Man in a bunch of their movies. But then when Marvel went to renegotiate, they wanted a straight 50-50 split. Um, again, consider the context that Sony had just flopped pretty hard two times in a row. Um, and Marvel was basically saying, hey, Sony, here's a big pile of free money to not do anything and just let us use Spider-Man. And um, the most recent Spider-Man was actually the most profitable film that Sony's ever done. So... It's not unreasonable for Marvel to say, hey, let's just split this down the middle. Uh, but apparently Sony, uh, you know, having had some financial success after Venom and uh, critical success from after the Spider-Verse, uh, thinks that they are ready to wear the big boy pants now. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Heavy uh, is the butt that wears the big boy pants. <laughs> They're not ready for the big boy pants. I mean, like, Sony is good at the video games, uh, not so good at the Spider-Man-related movies. Um, yeah, I mean, the Venom movie was a hot mess. I haven't seen it. I want to see it. But I hear that the main thing is that you have to approach it with the assumption that Eddie and the symbiote are a couple. And in that context, it is an absolutely delightful romantic comedy. Um, in its intended context, apparently it fails on every level. Um, um so uh, the thing with the, the Venom thing, and I was saying yeah. this to June earlier, is so the, the two successes that they had was Enter the, Enter the Spider-Verse, which was a masterpiece. 
It was uh, a goes... critical success, but it didn't do well financially. Well, it did okay financially, but it didn't like yeah. it. It performed less than every other Spider-Man movie. Let me let me put it that I way. I mean, yeah, yeah, but but visually, yes. a masterpiece. Yeah, uh, no, a, the... excellent, and it's actually sad that it did less than like those two uh, Garfield Spider-Man movies. No, no insult to Garfield. I actually liked Garfield, but. Yeah, oh, his, I, his, I really didn't like those movies. They were they they were bad, bad movies. They they, they were, were they bad. were awful. Um, but it, yeah, the the point is that they still made more money than Into the Spider Verse, which is just criminal, really. It really yeah. is. And if you haven't seen that movie by this point, go fucking watch that movie. I yeah, I I hear it's on Netflix. You can rent it on like every every screen, every device possible for like eight bucks just go watch the movie it is it is the writing is sharp and funny and it it doesn't dwell on the this is ridiculous thing in fact it kind of embraces the whole ridiculous nature of superheroes it is perfect pitch perfect it it's something that i think might have been better served as like a series simply because I wish that it could have had time to really breathe and expand on the ideas that it was exploring. Um, but I mean, given like how much they packed into just one short movie was mind blowing. Like they introduced the concept of a multiverse and all these different spider men and women. Uh, they have, you know, a fairly well layered plot that really ties together nicely. Yeah. It was so well done. Um, but it's I, a plot that really ties the room together. Yes, but at the same time, I think it was because Sony didn't really interfere. Um, yeah. Like, looking at, you know, both the recent live-action Spider-Man projects that weren't involved with Marvel, uh, and even looking at the DCEU, you get the strong sense that somewhere along the lines, they had a pretty decent script that just got chewed to hell uh, in the production process. You'd let the let the let the art be the art and try not to micromanage. Like we don't need Yeah, don't like need a Disney movie by committee. Disney has been fairly effective. Like Disney still micromanages, but they micromanage well, well. Like they know first of all who to hire in the first place. Uh yeah. and they also know how to manage those talents to get the best product possible. Um and yeah. I, I do think it's because they don't over interfere. Um like they they do kind of leave the creative team to their own devices and you can still see things like you know theme and substance and having you know scripts that have a point and go somewhere as opposed to like the the main offender would of course be Batman v Superman which if you take a step back and actually look at it it's really just a scene a, a series of scenes that some producer somewhere thought looked cool and then cobbled together. There is And that no... can work in some contexts. I mean, let's not Yeah. Like like when you're when you're cutting apart, you know, a bunch of comic books and pinning them up to your wall and it's like, I want that, I want that, I want that, because these scenes are iconic and they're big and they're breathtaking. Now just write a story to stitch it all together. That, that can work in some cases. That can work. But, like, the key to good storytelling is to understand, like, what story you're actually telling. Um, and so, like, the most recent, you know, the two the two most recent Marvel Spider-Man movies are really good examples of this. Where, 
Uh, minor spoiler warning again, going back to um, the Far From Home. It was a story about Spider-Man stepping into the void left behind by Tony Stark. And that was what the story was about. Um, and so everything that happens in the movie ties into that in some way. And the conclusion, again, spoiler for the movie, basically ends with him accepting that mantle. Uh, and then Homecoming was about him being that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but wanting to do more. Uh, but also seeing that, you know what, like he can do a lot of good on that like small scale level. Um, and so like in both cases, both films are very much about like his place in the world and him discovering himself, which is, you know, as a teenager, that's that's a very strong story. Um, I mean, that is the, the Spider-Man story. story. Yeah, as opposed to uh, I, I didn't I didn't watch the last uh, Garfield Spider-Man movie, but from oh, it was bad. From it what I so understood, bad. it was about there was a villain that got some powers and used them poorly, and then there was an evil company that wanted to make a bunch of supervillains, and that's what it was about. Um, so bad. Yeah, and then <laughs> you know, just like again to pick on Batman v Superman, what was that movie about? It was about hey, let's see what happens if Batman and Superman fight each other. Um, it the when Batman and Superman have fought in the comics, it has been about their conflicting ideologies, but the movie yeah. itself didn't really explore their ideologies. Like there was, you know, lip service paid to the things that they didn't like about each other. But you didn't actually see a lot well, of yeah, like you you saw them doing like kind of stupid messed up things, but I mean, this wasn't like an exploration the, of their yeah. The Batman and Superman ideology thing is Superman is people are inherently good. The Batman yeah. thing are people are inherently bad, but the but the thing that uh, ties those the two concepts together is. Uh, it, all it takes is a good upbringing versus one bad day, right? That is the plot of, uh, that's how Batman got his superpowers is one bad day. Yeah. That's how Joker became the Joker is the whole, I had one bad day sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then with Superman is just like, you can have as many bad days back to back as you want, but if you had that, that correct upbringing, you're always going to be good. And that's like, that's why there's that fundamental people are inherently good thing from Superman and people are inherently bad thing from Batman. Yeah, and I mean, like, you you can actually, like, it is possible to explore that story any way that you oh, want. And you can, you can... And it's been done. Yeah, the problem Over. is that the movie didn't do that. No. <laughs> the movie The movie did not establish whatever their ideologies were. Um, the movies did not explore how those ideologies conflict with each other. And the movie resolution did not show the two of them coming to an understanding. There was a coincidence that their moms happened to have the same name and then a big CGI monster showed up for them to fight. That was the story. Um, oh, and geez. That's, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me get right on watching that one and realize uh, I'm not sad that I missed it. it yeah, like, again, like, they, there are a few different ways to examine their respective ideologies, but they didn't do that <laughs> at all. <laughs> Um, and I, that's, that's the problem that like Sony has had with its attempts at Spider-Man. And I think that was one of the problems with Venom too, is that again, like if you look at it as a relationship between those two characters, it works. If you look at it as an exploration of anything else, Hey, look, there's an alien and it does cool stuff. That's kind of all it had going for it. Um, so 
Yeah. Whereas, uh, it's, sorry, getting back to this article oh, yes. specifically, uh, whereas uh, Enter the Into the Spider-Verse was a uh, critical darling, beautiful masterwork of animation and art and writing, Yeah. Uh, Venom was a commercial success because people are horny for a big tongue alien monster. Hell yeah, and they also, are. Also Tom Hardy. So, I mean, that one... I get, yeah. Hey, hey, no judgment, internet, yeah. uh, or world, movie going, world place things. It's Tom Hardy, right? Right? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I like, I don't even like boys, and yeah, no, I can see the appeal. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen the appeal since Mad Max. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, uh, so in this article, it's basically saying that means they can make their own movie skin, which I think is ridiculous considering that uh, Sony, it was basically a licensing deal. They're getting paid so that Disney can play with their toys, basically, which uh, getting paid to do no work and to just have a thing, that is the ideal business model. I don't know why they're so... They, they're they just, so... They didn't want to give up as much of the profits. Involved. Yeah. yeah, it was it was the fact that like Sony felt that they would make more money by doing their own thing than by letting Marvel do it for them, um, doing their own thing and getting 100 percent of the profits versus letting Marvel do it for them and only getting 50 percent of the profits. Um, and I mean, it worked. For really, them. you're getting 50 percent for doing nothing, though. Yeah, you're not, and, you're and not you investing don't have to put any the money up front. Yeah, well, you just got to sit there and the, let the money come in. The thing is, the people who are making these decisions, to be blunt, aren't doing anything anyways they're they I, I mean i don't want this to be like a big rain on capitalism but the fact of the matter is that there are people whose literal function in society is to own things and collect money for owning them and otherwise contributing fuck all um, oh yeah no 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 we're, we're not going to uh shit on corporatism or anything like that we're just saying that yeah. Uh, capitalism is a prison and we're in a waking nightmare where all yeah, art is the, monetized it, beyond the fact of like whether or not it's good. Yeah, the point um, is like the effort involved is actually immaterial to the people making these decisions. Yeah, because they don't want yeah. some money, they want all the money. Yeah, and I'm sure that the people who are making all of this bank uh, probably don't actually watch these movies or at least not like enthusiastically. I suspect. I mean, they might watch them like you and I would watch them, but they don't watch them with any sense of pride or accomplishment, really. So the uh, studio that has this has an extensive lineup of Spider-Man related films in some stage of production, including Venom 2, which is more horny alien with big tongue and Tom Hardy, I, I expect. Um, a sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which, I mean, okay, like, I would be totally happy with just having this one and letting us marinate in it for, like, five, ten years. How long was it between, like, the the first uh, Toy Story and the second Toy Story? It was about five, six years, right? Yeah. I mean, so like... give us that break. I don't, I don't think it has anything... I mean, however long they take is however long they take. I think it's do they have a good idea for yeah. what they want I, to do I'm with just, it. Yeah. I'm just saying, give us enough breathing room from it, because the problem with these superhero movies is that each new movie that comes out, I'm just that that less interested in seeing it. Like, 
I'm now at a point where I'm just I'm waiting to catch these on on home video or streaming, right? Like I didn't see Infinity War, right? That was the second one, Infinity War. Uh, yeah. yeah, there was, Infinity War was the third Avengers, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, and then Endgame was the last one. Yeah. Um, I didn't see Infinity War until it was on Netflix. Like, I'm more than happy to wait because yeah. I don't have the interest or energy to go to a theater to watch another superhero movie. But uh, Detective Pikachu came out, and I, I went the day it came out to theaters right it, mm -hmm. because it's new and it, it yes it cashes in on the nostalgia but it's different from superheroes not drastically different but still different enough that i had more uh, interest. Well, yeah i think i generally now i'm waiting for things i'm like oh that did come out let me watch that now that i see it on netflix or I... pick it up for the 20 bucks at uh the best buy when i'm out buying cables yeah i'm very much like the i want to see a good story and yeah. you know visual spectacle is getting less impressive i mean i like visual spectacle i'm not you know down on visual spectacle but like say aquaman as an example where when i was you know when i was a teenager a movie like aquaman would have blown my mind and yet yeah i eventually got around to watching it on an airplane because it was there and i probably would not have seen it by now if not for that airplane ride like I said, I haven't seen the second Garfield Spider-Man and probably never will. I haven't seen Justice League and probably never will. No, no, no. Oh. Um, other movies are ones featuring Black Cat, which, uh, yeah, I mean, Black Cat, I could, I could watch. But as long as you do Black Cat like how they did uh, Ant-Man, where it wasn't a story about a superhero, it was a story about a heist. And that's kind of like Black, Black Cat's whole game. Um, yeah, I mean Silver Sable, which could be like a spy thriller. I Morbius, don't... the Living Vampire. Morbius, even I can Wonder, see. Even Wonder Woman, I watched on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Silver Sable, I like as again somebody who I am a reasonably big Spider Man fan. Like I'm not, I haven't necessarily kept up recently, but Silver Sable is pretty freaking obscure. <laughs> um. Uh, she was an agent of Shield for a while. That's oh. why I say just make it a spy thriller, like yeah, do, like do the TV show or just in the with... comics. Uh, I there was a TV show, but Agents of Shield, the TV show. Oh, oh there no, was no, yeah. the, no. She was a agent of oh, Shield. Oh yeah, in I the mean comics. yeah, like she's she's you know she's well known enough that people who read comics know who she is, but she's definitely like C tier at best. Uh, you gotta let me get through this. Pardon? You gotta let me get through this list because uh, we 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 oh. burned through our hour this time. I think. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Are we at an hour already? Yeah. Oh. No, we're at thirty minutes. So we gotta we gotta hit <laughs> okay. the other sorry. articles. Sorry, 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 um, sorry. Uh, Morbius, the Living Vampire. Uh, Morbius is a character I like, but it's starring Jared Leto, and I I think you gotta throw the whole movie studio out at that point. Um, Craven the Hunter again. There's no point in doing Craven the Hunter. He's not a big enough villain. He's not an interesting enough villain unless he's specifically doing something with a superhero. Like, like Squirrel Girl. Craven was amazing yes. with Squirrel Girl. Anyways, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Silk, which is another uh, lady Spider-Man. Silk could be fun. Silk, I might watch. Silk yes. would probably be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jackpot, who uh, is 
she was a late introduction. I think she's actually pretty new. Uh, I don't know her. No, when, um, uh, or if I do, it's been, I'd have to see a picture. Doesn't sound familiar. Wasn't Jackpot like Mary Jane had a, had a secret identity and that was Jackpot? I can't remember. Um, I haven't, it, it, I haven't read Spider-Man like, in a while, apparently. I think that one's pretty obscure. I don't know how many people would know that offhand. I don't even know if I'm right. I'm probably not. Uh, and Nightwatch, who is, like, so far down the alphabet list, I don't even know where, he's, like, a, he's an O list or an N list or something. Nightwatch, remind Nightwatch. me. It sounds familiar. Exactly. Wasn't he, like, one of those Batman knockoffs that they introduced to do some kind of, like, or am I thinking something else? I don't even know. Anyways, yeah. Um, like, they're definitely reaching there. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jackpot is not Mary Jane. I was fucking super far off. Uh, two individual characters, Sarah Eret and Alana Jobson were the two different characters. I just had to uh, quickly Google that because I'm like, I have no idea. Uh, uh, where? When was she introduced? First appearance was in 2007, so there's no reason for you pedantic ass nerds to get into our twitter for not knowing that because that's about when i stopped reading it because of the horrible uh series brand new day i am not taking any questions at this time <laughs> Haley, Haley, what article did you bring us i brought the article i brought you is about vultures basically taking over rich people's vacation home um this sure sounds like a a June article, a, a, bad, a scary burden, a weird bird news article, but continue. Um, so they basically, they've gone as far as, like, they basically destroyed, they've been eating and vomiting all over the place. Um, attempts at removing them have been popping balloons, making loud noises, but they're kind of limited because they're a protected, uh, protected, uh, protected bird. Um. I like how they put out owls as a deterrent. They ripped the owls' heads off and just went, yeah, those aren't real. Uh, made ever made ever worse by the other neighbor that feeds the birds, hence bringing, bringing them back. <laughs> oh my god. So they can't so really get like rid of them. It sounds like your neighbor hates you. <laughs> they're vomiting, like they've taken over this, like, this one house. They're just like vomiting and fighting over things and just generally, you know, doing their vulture thing. Um, of course, this is happening in Florida. Yeah. And so maybe this is right. a Florida man story. Maybe this is one of uh, this is a Josh story. Maybe <laughs> it's a Florida man sighting. Uh, and basically, the lady that owns the house can't go there because she has cancer, so she's very susceptible to disease. So these birds ripping everything apart and vomiting all over the place are not helping. Um, it's a basic nightmare. Like this is a basic. There's some human that thinks it's okay to feed wildlife. Yeah, that's actually deeply irresponsible. Like, it's oh. it's funny in a petty and immature sense, but yeah, like, that's actually... She's making problem. these animals dependent on her existence, basically, because they're no longer it, foraging for themselves. Well, and she's she is causing problems for her neighbor. And them being a protected species, like, you'd think that that would be covered somehow, like... Feeding them is just as bad as other things. I don't know. Yeah. And it says I... here she spoke to someone at the U.S. Wildlife Service and learns it is hard to get a permit to kill a black vulture. Well, 
Well, yeah. yeah, and then they've also warned her uh, that she should stop. Fish and Wildlife has said, "Please stop feeding the birds," and they were like, and they're just keeps happening. Um, yeah. I'm thinking this is some sort of Twilight Zone weird thing, you know, like you walk in your front door, you get in, you unpack, you walk in, and oh my god, what is happening out here? Yeah, and why are there a bunch of vultures? I do like the uh, like, writing. It would, it would in totally this, blow uh... my mind to show up at my house and that was happening. I can, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just envisioning this in my brain as like showing up to your house and feeling like you just entered the apocalypse. It, the the writing in this article uh, is such that it sounds like, um, it, it sounds like a straight up invasion. It uh, says here uh, describes the smell as like a thousand rotting corpses. <laughs> oh. The vault. The vultures have destroyed screen enclosures and have overtaken the pool and barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my They're goodness. all like, we live here now, bitch. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? What? Put up another owl for me to fuck? <laughs> fuck it up. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this is... This is ridiculous. I mean, there are like a lot of parts about this that I'm like, that's uh, sad. This this poor lady's got uh, cancer, and this neighbor seems like an asshole who's feeding the crows <laughs> bags or crows, uh, feeding the vultures. vultures rather bags of dog food and even a roasted chicken, <laughs> even a roasted chicken to the vultures. Here, how do you feel about other that... birds, vultures? We don't have any. We have no morals. Yes, we're vultures. What are you? What are you talking? About? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's bad. <laughs> but at the same time, the argument here is it's a. Uh, uh, it's in West Palm Beach, Florida, which is already it's got my su- my my suspicions up. And it says uh, here that it's a seven hundred two thousand dollar home they purchased uh, in the Ibis Golf and Country Club. Which, like, I lose <laughs> a, I lose a lot of sympathy when I hear that. True. You know, seven hundred thousand dollar home on a on a golf and country club. I'm like. Yeah, the birds are taking back the land, man. This is this is what's gonna happen. It's <laughs> like you gotta let this happen. Oh I my mean, gosh. Okay, this this is gonna sound awful, maybe. Uh seven hundred and two thousand okay. dollars is certainly a lot, but it's not like they're not exactly loaded, if if I make any sense. Like this, may I may I mention this is their vacation home? Oh, disregard. Yeah, it is a vacation yeah. home <laughs> on a country club property. Okay, yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck these uh, these one percenters. Um, anyways, <laughs> well, no, I again. I mean, sympathy, they, sympathy for the cancer. Sympathy yes, for the absolutely. Cancer thing. Yeah, but everything else is like, hey, don't go to Fl- Florida's terrible. Don't go to Florida. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> the birds are the birds are migratory birds. They're going to leave leave when they're gone. Uh, clean up the mess, fix your house. You know, do a better job setting up the deterrence. Uh, so what you mean sell- is pay someone? Well, yeah, pay somebody to fix the house. One percenter. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there. Yeah, you gotta. You you have to make it less inviting for when the birds uh leave but basically the the complaint here is that the this uh protected species of birds uh are deciding to stay in this area for however long until they migrate again 
you don't you it's not something you have to live with forever and this is why you get uh homeowner's insurance for yeah. uh destruction caused by animals there's a is there's there a checkbox for that yeah fair enough yeah Right, so but I have I, zero. I, I, I still I, find it. I, I'm just still in my head imagining walking into your house. <laughs> oh yeah, well you walk, they walk there, and you'd be like, "What the <laughs> fuck am I looking at?" <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like you would walk in, and it, but before you see the birds, you would see all the damage and be like, "Oh fuck, somebody broke in and threw a rager here." Basically, and yeah. then and then you're attacked by vultures, <laughs> <laughs> and then the vultures are like, "Hey, bitch, who you?" Yeah. Uh, we don't have to get onto my story. I I think we uh we burned up all of our time here. I do just want to say uh, there's this really quick. It's not really an article, just a a curiosity that I I saw, um, in uh in tech uh news. We don't have to talk about this too much, but uh, Google's AI uh, wants us to stop abusing its brethren and flags BattleBot videos as animal abuse. Wait, seriously? So, That's hilarious. Yeah. So you know those uh, battle bots, the yeah. Oh, yeah. things? Yeah. yeah. Uh, those battle droids, they're piloted by uh, remote controls, and they have, like, spinning blades and hammers and stuff, and you fight them. Uh, basically just what a uh, bunch of bored uh, electronics engineer people uh, do to relieve steam. They build a robot to kill each other. I, I mean, if you that. don't... I love that. Well, the two or three times I watched it. It doesn't really yeah, have a lot of replay. Like, you, you watch it once and you're like, okay, I've seen everything there is to see here. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. There's three levels of the people uh, who have, like, personal, uh, cultural understanding of this thing. Is yeah. One, the people that actually watched BattleBots. Yeah. Um, two, uh, the people that weren't into that stuff but watched, like, Mythbusters, and I imagine that's a pretty oh. huge thing because yes. uh, yeah. i think it was greg imahara uh used to work on BattleBots or something like that or he participated in BattleBots. yeah so i know that they talked about it a few times in mythbusters so that covers that subsection of people and three i'm fairly certain there was a BattleBots episode of uh big bang theory so that covers everybody else and if you still don't know what BattleBots is i don't know how to help you big hero six Big Hero oh, 6 Big had Hero the best BattleBot scene that oh, yeah, I have Big ever experienced. Her, yes, that is. Yeah. I think Big that Hero covers 6, everybody. Yeah. I think that covers every possible possible person who, who uh, doesn't know what it is. Uh, but basically, uh, yeah, it um, uh, it flags uh, these BattleBots videos uh, saying that it was for review. And upon review, they determined that it violates uh, the guidelines. We're talking about YouTube, of course. Um Basically, the algorithm uh, thought it was something akin to, like, uh, cockfighting or dogfighting or something. That's funny. Yeah. The, not not a whole lot of meat on that bone, uh, just because, like I said, it wasn't an actual article. It was just this uh, fun curiosity I came across. But uh, uh, let's do the wrap-up, because it is stuffy in my office. Okay. Uh, <laughs> If you uh, wanted, oh no, we have to do. Oh, give me two seconds. Sorry, I better stop. I'm coming in. I think he saw me. Okay, carry on. Okay. Uh, Well, let's uh, let's get Haley Haley wrapped up first. Haley, uh, what do you want people to check out? You know what I've been watching? Diagnosis. So, 
think of uh, like these diseases that people are getting that nobody can figure out what it is. And there's this one uh, doctor in New York. He basically puts it out like crowds, like crowdsources a diagnosis. You're describing house, house MD. It's basically house it's basically. But no, crowdsources like puts it puts it out to the internet for people for people in general to have their input, um, and I've I've been loving it. So it's like it's house, but it's more documentary like documentary style. Like sure, but it's uh it's been quite interesting watching these people that have been struggling with this thing that nobody can diagnose for sometimes up to years, and they usually resolve it, and it's usually. Strangely enough. Lupus? Nope. Uh, <laughs> so it's usually an American that has basically gone broke trying to figure out why they're sick. And it's oh, usually yeah. another country like maybe Italy going, hey, healthcare is free here. We'll run all your tests and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but it's been quite interesting. Um, yeah. I've been I've been enjoying it. Where can people find it? Ah, uh, Netflix. It just on, like, Netflix? Okay, it's on cool. Netflix, yeah. What's it called? Uh, Diagnosis. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, uh, anything that, else? Yeah, I've same old video games. Yeah. Uh, same old dog walks. Not that. Uh, oh, and applying for the new job in Vancouver. So I'll hopefully find out about that this week. At least find out if I get an interview. I mean, I don't think you want to uh, pitch that to people for no. Uh, apply guess, to the job that Haley applied for. Everybody, everybody apply for it. In Vancouver, or everyone write me a killer reference. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's that too. Paste it up on my LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> that's about. Oh, I uh, I showed Colin uh, Magic the Gathering. And now you guys play Magic the Gathering together. Well, he is definitely interested in it because it's a game. It's it's a game of strategy. And he has to think about it. It's the first game I've actually showed him where he went, "Ooh, what is this?" Ooh. <laughs> and those comics that he got me for my birthday for like twenty bucks. Yeah. It was parents selling out uh, their. Oh yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, yeah. They actually the comics that he paid twenty dollars for so far have racked up. They're actually worth about a hundred and fifty. Oh so wow. he is going back to the Saturday night market because it's just they he's they <laughs> to try like, to get more? To get more because he's like, I'm getting more. Because yeah. if they're if they're worth that much and it's just parents selling it, they've got a bunch of their kids stuff. They just show up to the Thursday night market every week and huh. bring I mean, more of it. The bigger thing, though, is you need, like, they may have, like, the blue book value of that. You yeah. can, still got to find somebody to buy them. So. I was actually looking at almost close to final sales on uh, eBay. Yeah? Yeah, for uh, for pricing. So it actually worked out, like, some of the ones I thought would be worth more, not even close. There's a couple of <laughs> Wolverines that are worth some, and some Spider-Mans. Oh, um, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, so he did fairly well but yeah he's like i'm going to buy all of them from them this is, this is his new stance it's like okay if i spent 20 and they're worth like 150 i'm just gonna buy all of them <laughs> all right Best well uh, good that. luck uh, yeah yeah that's a uh, you're rolling the hard six on that one but all right well, well, uh, well june yes uh june what would you like people to check out this week all right so i think i talked a little bit about bloodstained and it is uh so it's not called castlevania because uh just konami is stupid but it's <laughs> it's 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 the best castlevania in years like if uh, if you're a fan at all of like symphony of the night or any of its successors on uh, like the game boy and such um it is 
it it has the like that classic Castlevania feel. It's really slick. It looks really good. Lots of fun. Highly recommend. Um, and then also uh, there's a YouTube channel called Work to Game, which is really cool and worth checking out. Uh, I haven't actually recommended YouTube channels except for like Lindsay Ellis. But yeah, Work to Game. They do a lot of videos. They talk a lot about well Final Fantasy, but they are they are <laughs> a really interesting YouTube <laughs> channel. So yeah, those are. Those are things I would recommend. Yeah. That's pretty great. I don't have a lot to recommend uh, this week. Um, started American Gods. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. It's it's definitely um, uh, if you have kinder sensibilities, uh, probably watch uh, um, Good Omens instead. Uh, American Gods is darker and grittier and bloodier and grosser. And it's just got tits and uncensored dicks everywhere. Oh um, no, I've had enough of that in my life. It's uh, it's I mean, it's an Amazon show when they're like, "Hey, this is on the internet. We could be HBO." And they've they've done a couple that are like, there's been a couple scenes so far that are like pretty much softcore porn, kind of like the uh, you know, Skinamax sort of like. We can show titties, and we can show butts, and we can show dicks, but no erect dicks, no vaginas, and we can show no penetration, but we can definitely allude to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, still good. I mean, I, I read the book ages ago, mm. um, but uh, decided that I wanted to try it and watching it with Kamala, and she's not usually into, like, super gory stuff but she's been able to stick with this one even though it's got some like pretty crazy gore uh so i mean if you're okay with nudity and some super questionable uh subject matter then i say it's i say it's good but i mean i mean if you if you've read the book and if you know neil gaiman's work you kind of know what you're getting into because they they do a pretty good job with it um and I also started watching another Anthony Bourdain show because oh, I yes. also love Anthony Bourdain. Oh, and we miss him. Yeah. I do too. What are you watching? Uh, the Layover. It's yes. on uh, yeah. Amazon. It's I watched really I watched that whole thing. It's yeah. Uh it's quite cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. uh we gotta wrap it up here. So, uh, you can uh, follow us on social media. Uh, nobody seems to use their social media, but I do. So, if you wanted to at least get the badge of honor, you can follow June at... Gemini underscore trends. You can, um, on Twitter, you can follow uh, Haley at... At Haley M. Garner. Also on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Tesfed, that's T-E-H-S-E-U-D. Uh, the official uh, Everything is the Worst uh, Twitter is uh, The Worst 25, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, you can find uh, pages on Facebook if you search for scudsworth.com or if you search for Everything is the Worst. Uh, just go to the scudsworth.com website. Uh, we've got links to all of the stuff we do there. And if you have a couple dollars, like I said, at the top of this episode, uh, go to patreon.com, T-H-S-E-U-D. That's... Uh, where you can kick us some money, and hopefully, if we get some Patreon bankers, we can actually make this more of a priority in our lives. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, 
Uh, also, rate and review and keep telling your friends. Uh, I saw our numbers started climbing again, so either iTunes sorted out their garbage or you guys are doing a great job in retweeting this stuff and telling people about it. And we love you a lot for doing that. Um, I just will say once again, if you find value in this uh, podcast, uh, but you don't have the means to support it financially, support it just by sharing this with other people. Um, is there, there anything else that I'm forgetting? No. Yeah. June's already gone back to play video games, so what? let's wrap up. No, if I'm you not... listen, <laughs> if you listen, thanks for listening. If you didn't, thanks for nothing. Allow us to play you out. It's Josh and Kamala, and we want to invite you to listen to our podcast, What We're Into. <laughs> uh, it's a date night podcast uh, where two 30-year-olds uh, talk about things they like because we have, like, no free time, so, like, we don't really get to talk to each other or anything, so uh, we take the time to sit down and... Uh, talk about the fun things that we like to watch and listen to and read. Uh, so you can check out our podcast every Tuesday, and maybe you'll hear us talk about things like Pokemon and Stardew Valley or Star Trek or any other anime or manga series and just a bunch of nerd shit, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so go to scudsworth.com. You can find it there or find us on uh iTunes and other yeah it's not your first day on the internet just go just type in what we're into you'll find it I, I believe in you I believe in you too we love you love you bye, bye. <laughs>